It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Good morning. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Hey, if you've ever wished you could find a place where you could find encouragement, hope, comfort, entertainment, and maybe even some answers to tough questions in life that matter, you've come to the right place. Welcome to episode number 91. Uh, whether it feels like it or not, wherever you are, today is officially the first day of spring. Today, also, we're going to be talking about some fun facts from the year 1991, since this is episode 91. And Melissa has the word for your day. We've got some great coffee on the on the on um, in the cups here. Uh, we've got five ways to celebrate every day, and we're glad that you've joined us here on the Good Morning Show. Welcome. As usual, we cannot see when you enter a room. Like if you're on Facebook or YouTube or you're on Twitter and you're watching the live stream, we can't see when you've entered or exited a room, but we can see you when you type in your chat box and you can see each other. And we would love for you to type in your chat box this morning. Let us know where you're tuning in from. And the all-time question that we love to ask because we care so very much, what is in your cup? Well, good morning. Let's jump over to the chat box and just welcome everybody. A huge shout out this morning to each of you. Tina Sparks from Albany, Kentucky. Good morning, Sister Tina. Master Pastor Yoda, Ben Hill in the house. He's got Starbucks oat milk latte with vanilla powder. Ah, he says. And I'm so glad to see him in here from PRP, a.k.a. Louisville, Kentucky. Warren Kaufman from Kansas City, Missouri. He has no coffee today, but he's got a five-hour energy, extra strength, and grape. Sounds perfect to me, Warren. Oh, man. Nana Ann is in the house this morning. morning. Nana Ann from Somerset, Kentucky. Good morning, sister. Our very coolest, the coolest pastor ever. Pastor Jim Asbury is in from Roanoke, Virginia. Good morning to you, friend. Pastor Scott Cooksey, good morning. I can't wait to hear what you're drinking this morning, Pastor Scott. Janice from Spring, Texas, a.k.a. Houston, has water in her bottle this morning. Shauna in from Maryville, Missouri. Good morning, sweet sister. Roger Randall, our pastor friend from Topeka, is drinking iced tea this morning. And Mary Kay, just down the street in Shelbyville, Kentucky, having a Starbucks decaf Pike Place coffee with hazelnut syrup and almond milk. Oh, that's a mouthful. Wow. Both both ways. Jim is drinking hot green tea because not only is he the coolest pastor we know, but he's the healthiest pastor we know. He is so buff and so healthy. Ben, smiley face right back to you. Dustin, on his break this morning, he's tuning in from Hiawatha, Kansas, has Highlander Grog in his cup, and we believe it. God is blessing. Bless you too, buddy. Scott's drinking McCafe Irish Mocha Cream, or excuse me, Irish Mocha Coffee with Caramel Vanilla. Vanilla creamer. Mm. Wow. That's that is a good after St. Patrick's Day coffee, right? Yeah. 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 And Larry Buckby, good, good morning, morning buddy. from Colwich, Kansas. He's drinking a Rockstar Energy Drink Black Gold label. Yeah. Hey, you guys are so good. Let me just give you a huge kudo and really honor you because you guys jump in, you say where you're from, you say what you're drinking, you know the drill, and you're doing such a good job. Thank you. You make our job so fun. 
and so easy. And we absolutely love encouraging you. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Well, that's one of the uh, cool things I think I like about what happens here at the Good Morning Show is that it is interactive. It is um, totally dependent upon, well, we'll do a little preparation here on our end, but what you guys bring to the table every time you come into uh, the show is awesome because it really just makes it that much more special. Did I do that? Did I push that button and make something change? No. Okay. You just happen to be probably Doing right it there. at the yeah. same time? You see the blue e-cam? Click that. This one? Mm-hmm. Or this one, the, the cameras? Nope, nope, nope. The cameras is going to take a screenshot. Just okay. take, click it. All right. There's your numbers. Fabulous. Yes. Ah, oh, I love it when a plan comes together. Man, how about pressing that button and the joke thing played? I'm like, no, that's not well, what's supposed to happen. When I said I love it when a plan comes together, it doesn't mean there's not a few bumps along the way, right? <laughs> and that's what uh, we give a lot of grace. Uh, so give us some too, right? Judy Sally from High Point, North Carolina. Howdy back to you. She's drinking root beer because wow. she needed the carbonation. We love awesome. diet root beer in this house. Diet A&W root beer is one of my very favorite drinks of all time. Remember Don't time? tell me how unhealthy it is. Remember I love when it. we were in North Carolina, we were down near Pigeon Forge and we found an A&W place and as when we were doing traveling on the road. That wasn't North Carolina, baby. Our, that was we, Tennessee. We were staying in North Carolina. Yes. And driving over to right, Pigeon maybe, Forge area. And maybe. we found that. And you remember we got the gallon? We got a gallon, A&W but diet it was so beer. carbonated we had to literally every 30 minutes release the air out yeah. of the lid. They said you got to burp it because it's a plastic <laughs> gallon jug and it would expand. And I'm like, you better take the lid off that thing. And it just did. Not because it was getting it was, shook up. It was just it, so fresh. You yeah, know? it was crazy. It was, a good, it was good root beer, but holy it was, so was high-maintenance root yeah, beer. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Pastor Rick Grable from Louisville, good Kentucky. Morning, He's drinking sweet tea this morning. And Pastor Scott Cooksey says, where I'm tuning in from is by the creek in Glensport, Kentucky, home of the original Hard Scratch store. That is such a cool area. Yeah. You guys have some really cool stuff going on down there. I'm so glad you're there. I hope you have a really peaceful place this morning to meet with the Lord. That's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. awesome. And we were in the Lake Cumberland area this weekend, and we were so close to the Lake Cumberland Falls but it wasn't full moon so we didn't try to go out and see a moon bow but that is still on our bucket list to do as soon as possible yeah and maybe we ought to look at farmer's almanac and see when that's uh you know the next full moon's That'd coming or whatever that's smart that's a and good then idea. everybody who's wanting to make the road trip to come see the moon bow m- moon bow can also plan accordingly yeah that'd be awesome and we can do a live show <laughs> and we can just plan it all at once yeah on a full moon yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, what's in your cup this morning, Terry? Uh, I have a very special from Bones Coffee yeah, Company. Yeah, that's it. Frankenbones. And if you watched our, our, our boxing unboxing, I like. I wish I could put the echo on your voice when you say Frankenbones, bones, bones, bones. Oh, like oh sorry. I'll let me pull it up here. So okay. I have Frankenbones, and um, I think it's just probably uh, just some kind of cream... Uh, It's probably Italian sweet cream is what I bought uh, you. Okay, so um, this is the Frankenbones' chocolate hazelnut. Last time I checked, it's still on sale. It's still on clearance. And so I just want to recommend that you guys go to the Good Morning Show and link over to Bones Coffee Company so that you can get 20% off your order. And there is clearance items and sale items on the Bones website all the time. And so I really, we really love Bones flavors. We have so many favorites. If you would use the coupon code TGM Show. TV, you'll get 20% off your first order. And we appreciate that. We are a Bones Coffee affiliate and we absolutely love drinking Bones Coffee and sharing about Bones Coffee. So check out their Franken Bones chocolate hazelnut flavor. And my very favorite is the Cinnabon also um, with about 
50 other flavors. Yeah, and you can find the link to the Bones store through our website. That's what the affiliate link thing does. Kind of yep. kicks back a little bit for us each time you purchase. Uh, just go to the goodmorningshow.tv yep. and look for the Bones link in the menu. And Scott Cooksey says, live show, live show, <laughs> I knew that live was show. And I, I, I totally am done with that. I think it would be so much fun. <clears throat> MK says chocolate hazelnut yummy. It is mm-hmm. good. Hey, also a special shout out this morning to the Shelbyville Postal Workers. Ooh, say that fast. Shelbyville Postal Workers here in the 40065 as they sort our mail and deliver it to us. And we are so blessed by their service and we love them and we appreciate them. Also want to give a shout out to all of our podcast listeners. You guys are really increasing in numbers and I can't tell you how much we appreciate our podcast listeners. You guys can't see us and we don't see you, but you have no idea how much you bless us and encourage us just by tuning in to the good morning show with terry and melissa Wright. so thanks so much for joining us that's right and if you haven't already checked out the audio podcasts you can find the links wherever you get your podcasts at apple um google iHeartRadio, spotify all those different places and just search for the good morning show with terry and melissa and it'll help you avoid all the other fluff that's about good morning stuff that's not us warren says it's nice to see people with the joy of the lord just having fun it's why I tune into this. Well, Warren, thank you so much. And you. we do we do want to always enjoy the joy of the Lord together and with you guys. We believe that living a life in Christ is not dull. It is not humdrum. It is not um even at times, even though we sacrifice things, it's not a sacrificial life. It is the fullness of life to live in Christ. And we do have so much peace, joy, and hope. And we do enjoy having fun with God's people and also just in the Lord. He is just enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. So Bobby, our brother Bobby, down in Campbellsville, Kentucky. Bless you, Bobby. We love you guys. And Jim, Pastor Jim says, that's right, it's anything but living a life in Christ is so fulfilling. I just, I can't imagine. Sometimes I'm sad when I see people going through anything in life without Christ because I'm sad for them because they're missing the joy of the Lord and all the fullness of Jesus. Yeah, so yeah. I hope that's not you today, but if it is, I can tell you right now that receiving him as your savior will be the greatest thing you ever do. It's utterly life-changing in every way. So I hope you know the Lord. We love him and we would love to introduce you to Jesus. That's right. That's right. Uh, if you missed uh, on Saturday morning, we had our Saturday morning setup show. It was episode number 90. And uh, can you believe we're into the 90s now? When you said 91, I was like, whoa, is it really? They come upon us fast. They do. And so during these shows that are familiar with decades that we've all lived through recently or in past, uh, we're just celebrating those years, just kind of looking back at some things that happened and uh, a little reminiscing. Uh, but he also talked about five tips for making the most of your weekend. Right. Had some tips for that. We talked about our district prayer summit when we were down in Somerset, Kentucky, uh, that brought us back uh, Baxter's Coffee. We talked about that because that's in Somerset. Bucky's Travel Stop. Uh, We got some other pictures from uh, Ben and Heather and Reese when they were on their little trip down there. Maybe we'll share that here in just a minute. I hope we do. Those are great pictures. Yeah. And then we talked about our coffee of the day, which was the uh, KC Victory Blend uh, from the Roastery in Kansas City. And uh, let's see what else we had. Uh, the word for your day, well, Matthew 28, not the great suggestion, but the great commission, right? <laughs> and the year that was 1990.
1990. And you can find all these previous episodes on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Just click on the blogs link or the videos link in the menu, and you can watch or listen to your heart's content. Would you like to do a thumbnail today? Or are we yeah. just going to pick up some fabulous cartoon? No, well, you know what? We'll do either one. I you always... always make me look much better in the cartoon than I do in real life. <laughs> so sometimes I like the cartoon. Well, you know, it's fun because um, these... I don't know. There's just something kitschy about saying, go check out our mugshot. And people think, oh, what they do now? You know, three, two, one. All right. But it's really, we started doing the thumbnail for YouTube because they always catch you in those weird moments oh, where your mouth's open. My word. How about the one on, from the last show? The or last Thursday night? show, um, because no, we Saturday. were gone. No, it was Saturday. Yeah. We were gone. And when you're gone too long from our baby chihuahuas, they are really, really, really clingy when you get home. And Abby would not even let me do the show without laying in my lap the entire show and sleeping. And here's the thing. YouTube, I showed my dog for a half a second on the screen and YouTube picked up that screenshot and used that as our thumbnail. And I was like, how is that like a half a second of the show? And that's the one it chooses. It's so strange to me how YouTube chooses the thumbnails. So yeah. we try to we try to override that and pick our own shots. Huh? Well, you know, and it's, it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because uh, I'm just going to drag it over here real quick. It's funny because um, they, they will not even like ask you, like, is this an OK one for us no, to use or anything like that? It's like, I don't know. You can get some controversial title with that. Like, look what we found. Or, also, you know, also uh, she looks super unhappy that I'm doing that <laughs> in that second. <laughs> So, anyways, and hilarious. you know what the cool thing about Saturday's show was? I found out that so many of you guys have chihuahuas. You don't just have dogs, like, right? You have chihuahuas, and that just blessed my heart. Yeah, uh, some of them. I mean, like three. Who had a three of them? Um, Tina. Has, yeah, Tina. Has yeah, three. yep. And and um, Dustin has a little teacup chihuahua, and and so also um, now here's the hills, and they are with a beaver. Not Bucky. their personal it's, beaver, it's Bucky. but Bucky the beaver. Yeah. And they were at Bucky's this weekend. And there's Reese and Heather and Ben Hill. Ben is Master Pastor Yoda. And I love that picture so much. Yeah. What a great picture. They found Bucky and took a picture with him. Yeah. But I want to tell you guys something else. The Hills are cat people. So we love cat people too. My <laughs> husband, Terry Wright, loves cats. Yeah. And so um, I will say this about our chihuahuas is there are days they clearly act more like cats than they do dogs. But Right. Yeah. You have a dog that sits up on the back of a chair, like looking out the window. and uh, In the sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys are not dog people, we love you in anyway it's okay you don't have to be a dog people to be no. loved by the rights no it's it's all good it's all good we're we're equal opportunity uh uh, appreciators. So or Jim has a pit bull who thinks he's a poodle. I love pitties. <laughs> My sister has a pity and our kids had a pit bull mix and his, well, it was our dog, but of one of our children, Taylor took that dog and made him her own. And his name was Sully. And I cannot tell you how much we love pitties. Also, yeah. Pastor Rick has two cats. Hey, that's Ben and awesome. Heather have two cats also. And yeah. Janice says, yay. Yeah. You know, what's funny about, uh, Ben and Heather's cats. Uh, I, I can't remember the other one's name, but all I remember is Larry. Larry and Larry, Lincoln. Lincoln. Okay. Larry. Larry seems like a funny name for a cat. I, think I don't know why. Funny. It's, it's a. And it's Pastor good. Scott said he saw the sign outside of Bowling Green Saturday that said Bucky's is coming soon. It's coming between yeah. Glasgow and Bowling Green, and yeah. we have been so excited about that one because we do spend a lot of time in the Bowling Green area, and um, we are super pumped that there's another Bucky.
Bucky's coming in. You guys, I know I say this every time we talk about Bucky's. I know it's just a filling station. And I know some of you do not no, get why they no, it brings. It's re- not just a filling it station. It brings so much happiness to my life. But if you guys ever are in the area where there's a Bucky's, please go over and check it out. I know it seems silly, but when you get there, I hope that you appreciate it as much as we do. They have the best and the cleanest bathrooms in the world. Well, they have mastered the the art and marketing of the perfect travel stop. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, somebody described it as like going into a Target. Mm -hmm. Uh, And other people have talked about it's like uh, they really have made it to where you can get just about virtually anything there. And I think they're they're touted as the world's largest convenience store. It is the biggest filling station in the world, the one in Texas. Um, So let's jump back over to the chat box. I love that you guys are telling me your pets. So Janice has two cats and Pastor Jim's pit bull is named Harley. Go figure. He rides a Harley, a beautiful Harley at that. And so I think that's a perfect name for your dog. Pastor Roger has a Yorkie poo and she rules the house. Those little dogs have super big personalities, don't (laughs) they? Um, And Warren has a mountain cur. I have always wanted to see a mountain cur dog in person. I think they're the coolest dog. They have that cool stripe down their back and they were bred to hunt lion. No lie. I'm so excited that you have that kind of dog, Warren. That's so cool. Ben said Bucky the Beaver was friendly and the cinnamon nuggets were the bomb. We always get the regular nuggets, but I've always wanted to try the cinnamon ones. So next time we're picking them up. Mm -hmm. So Tina Sparks says, I'm an animal poor, LOL, a pit boxer mixed with my babies and an 18-year-old cat. So she's got a cat, a pity, and two chihuahuas. (laughs) Praise the Lord, (laughs) Tina. I love animals too. Larry says he's got two Pomeranians, Kimmy and Mimi, one Japanese chin, Kenji. Uh, I do not know what kind of dog a Japanese chin is. Is that a cat or a dog? It's Mm. a dog, right? Probably so. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. And MK said they used to have a Cocker Spaniel named Crystal. Janice says her sugar does the same thing when she goes out of town. So it's interesting when we leave our animals for a little bit, how clingy they get when we get home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shauna has four cats, three dogs, and two of the dogs are pities and the other one's a bulldog. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome, that's you awesome. guys. I love hearing about... Okay, so the Japanese, the Japanese chin, chin is a dog. Is a dog. Yep. I'm going to look that up on Google. I, I can't wait to see that. I bet that's a really cool breed. Yeah. Send me a picture, Larry. You guys you guys are not just um, great, great friends and encouragers, but I love that you love animals. I just think creatures are the coolest thing terry terry is like the animal whisperer well i just i i you know if i wouldn't have been a musician and traveled and done all the things that i did and went the path that i went in life i i had an interest in being a vet a veterinarian uh just because i grew up in an agricultural center you know of the the uh, the united states and i really had an appreciation for people who took care of the animals and all those kind of things so uh that's probably where i would have gone had i not chosen uh, the path that i'm on but i'm I'm glad i am where i am so. I, that's so cool. No regrets. Okay, I messed up. Warren said that I was talking about a Rhodesian Ridgeback. That's mm. the one that was bred to hunt lions with a stripe down its back, not a mountain cur. I got them confused. I'm sorry, Warren. Thank you for clarifying that. Rhodesian Ridgeback was what I was talking about. Mm. I think those are so cool. Those what cool kind of, names. I right? mean, I, some of these names I've never even heard of before. That I know. Well, wow. I kind of like to look at dog books and like 
AKC registries and that kind of stuff. I, I just think that kind of stuff is fascinating. All right, yeah. we have a prayer request, and I want you guys to know your prayer requests are not an interruption to our show. They're a very big part of our show. Bobby Patton has asked us to pray for his mom. They're at Jewish Downtown, which is a hospital here in Louisville. Um, she's looks like needs to have aneurysm surgery, and they say it's really risky. So, Lord, right now, we bring um, Bobby's mother to you in faith with this state faith, faith statement. We know you can heal. We are asking, Lord. We know you're able. Would you just reach your hand down right now and handle whatever this aneurysm surgery entails, Lord? I pray that you would be with the hands of the doctors. Lord, I pray that whatever is so terribly wrong that you would write it and the doctors would be like, wow, it's not even what we thought it was. She's whole and healed. And we believe this and we're declaring it in Jesus name because we believe you are willing. Thank you, Lord. We pray in amen. Warren says that a mountain cur hunts squirrel. Well, mm. so do my chihuahuas, I think. <laughs> They'd like to anyway. Lynn Housel, good morning. Good morning. She's at her desk entering invoices, is sipping on what is left of her Casey Blend coffee. That's awesome. Praying and, and Ben is praying in agreement for your mom, Bobby, agreeing and the Lord guide their hands as they work on her. Amen. Yes. And thank you, Lynn, for agreeing as well. Um, oh, your buddy Jerry Yates needs prayer, says Larry. Bucky. I was wondering, I just asked my mom the other day on the phone if she'd heard anything more about Jerry. And I know that he had been in and out of the hospital. He was in ICU at one time, oh probably a little over a month ago, okay. and had not heard uh, any new news. So I guess maybe I need to go to uh, to Facebook or whatever. I don't have a contact uh, for Jerry. So okay. maybe, Larry, if you've got one, share that well, with me. And now listen, uh, good morning, show viewers. Jerry Yates has been a part of our show many, many many, many times. And so this is, this is one of our own. So right now, Lord, we're lifting up Jerry and his family, whatever the situation is, you know, you know, the up-to-date information. So Lord, we're praying that you would just be so present in his life, present in his body, and that you would give him such an incredible touch. Lord, we're praying for wholeness, Mm. healing, peace, and more. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Larry said he's now home in hospice. Oh, Lord, so Lord, help. You just help, Lord. Do what's necessary yeah, in that Jesus, situation. Jesus, have your way. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're praying for Mona Cooksey right now. Here's a word, Scott. Here's a word from the Lord. So um, I I have some joint issues. I'm not using the word, the A word, but I will say this. Um, I, I'm really struggling with some certain joint issues. And this morning, I noticed that I was having um, shoulder pain. It's in my right shoulder. And I felt the Holy Spirit prompt me to just do some serious all over stretching just to claim whole healing and that joint pain would be gone. And so I'm going to pray this for Mona. And then if you're with her, maybe you can just encourage her to take some really great big stretches with her arms today over her head and out of the side. And as an act of faith, just believe that the Lord is healing her joints and arthritis. So Father, I come against arthritis pain in the name of Jesus arthritis I cast you out in the name of Jesus there is no fear there is no pain there is no disease or affliction that can stand and so right now Jesus I'm declaring your name over Mona's body thank you Lord that you are relieving her left arm today that there is no pain whatsoever and she is whole and healed we believe you are a God who is able and willing and we're praying for this in Jesus name 
name. Lord, we're praying for the students and faculty at Lamar High School in Arlington. They had a school shooting and Lord, we're praying that no loss of life occur. And if this has happened, Lord, and I don't know the up-to-date information, I'm praying that your Holy Spirit would go and just be there in the lives of these students, in the lives of the staff and teachers. Father, have your way at Lamar High School. We pray in Jesus' name. Also praying for the, the members of Crossroads Tabernacle there oh in uh, Fort Worth yeah. that have been affected by oh this, Lord. the family. So bring them peace. Bring them uh, healing, restoration. Wow. Okay, here we go. More prayer requests, mm-hmm. you guys. Bobby. Bobby, our miracle. The walking miracle yes, man. Yes, the miracle man. I'm praying man. right now that this PET scan that he have on his brain show that everything is normal and healthy in the name of Jesus. Lord, if there's any problem in Bobby's life and his body right now, I pray just like you've healed his heart, you would heal every area in his brain and his body right now in the name of Jesus. We're declaring life over Bobby in every area. And Lord, I pray for Pastor Rick, the legs that he has loose muscles and and strength issues. Father, you are strong. Will you show yourself strong in Rick's body and muscles? I pray right now in Jesus' name, believing. Um, Father, I'm praying um, for Lynn's mom as her ALP is elevated. Um, and it could indicate that she's having liver issues, but Lord, I'm trusting just along with Lynn that you're healing her liver and her body, body whole in Jesus name. We're praying and agreeing. Um, Scott cooks. He says he's got to go. All right. you, love you. We love you, buddy. And in Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Okay. So as we're praying for all of these things, I have great faith this morning, Terry. I have great faith. I'm not praying words. I'm praying faith and belief. That's good. I want you good to just encourage you guys to believe and agree with me that Christ is moving by his Holy Spirit in these bodies and in every situation we're praying about. I have great faith this morning. Ooh, I'm full of fire and faith. <laughs> That's good. That's the way we're supposed to pray. Yeah. You know, we're not supposed to pray as though we're being defeated, as though we're no. falling down. I mean, we fall down. We have days like that, but we're not, we're supposed to pray from a place of victory, not Amen. a place of defeat. So, Amen. You know, I feel myself that's important. like all stuffed up in here. And I think it's because I was crying with joy this morning so much. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. Oh, help me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you yeah. in advance for all these answers. That's crazy about Lamar, you guys. Um, have we driven by that high school when we're down there? It seems so familiar. I don't know. I'm not sure. Wow. But Lamar, that's the Lamar Baptist Church. That is at the Lamar area <gasps> oh, that we used to go to Pete's for the awakening. Sake. Oh my goodness! I think it might be. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh Jesus, bring victory in an impossible situation. That's we right. pray. That's right. Wow. Hey, we're going to talk since we're in this mode of uh, falling into the the prayer requests and talking about praying from a place of victory and uh, celebration, really, in anticipation of what God is going to do, right? That's how we should be looking at it, thanking him in advance for what he's about to do. Um, I, uh, I I was thinking this morning about how we love to celebrate things. I mean, we've got uh, some birthdays coming up. We've got all kinds of stuff that we celebrate in, within our families, anniversaries. We have weddings. This is we're coming up on summertime. There's going to be all kinds of things that way. Retirement, achievements, all these different things we celebrate. But why do we have to wait until a day that seems sometimes far away on the calendar for us to actually celebrate? I mean, we can celebrate every single you know, day. We're supposed did you, to. Did I hear you say in the opening that today's the first day of spring? That's what they told me on the, uh, the uh, emails today. Yeah, March 20th. 
Uh, Janice says that Ricky teaches at Lamar High School, Terry and Mia. Oh, okay. Okay, Mia goes there. They're both safe. Thank you, Lord. Good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's the wow. school where the shooting okay. is in Texas. Now, let me just look this up, you guys. I'm I'm Googling while we talk because it. I missed it. I didn't realize it was coming <laughs> upon us this quickly. And um, All right. So w- while yeah, you're talk. looking that up. Uh, there's value in celebrating the big oh, and the small achievements. It is. Yes, it is. So here are five simple ways to celebrate every day. Sorry. Okay. You don't have to do all five of them every day, but maybe pick one a day and do something or one a week or whatever it might be, but just to be conscious, to be intentional. All right. The first thing, start your day as a celebration. I mean, some people wake up and say, good morning, Lord, or they say, good Lord, it's morning. You know, <laughs> which one of those do you want to do? If you start out the one with that says, good morning, Lord. I mean, you can't go wrong with that, right? So start your day with prayer and praise. Things that you're grateful for, your family, your friends, your job, your church, being a child of God, his salvation that he offers freely to each of us, and our heavenly father who loves you unconditionally. Those are things that we can celebrate. If we take a few moments every morning to simply enjoy maybe over a cup of coffee, or maybe you want some hot tea or, um, I don't know, whatever your choice is that gets you going, a five-hour energy drink, Warren, whatever you want to do, you can breathe in that aroma that you have in front of you, but then feel the warmth, enjoy the comfort, and then express your gratitude and just say, God, I'm so thankful that you love me the way that you do. Help me to see others in the way that you see me. In Jesus' name. It's that simple. I want to celebrate coffee. Yep. All right. So if we if we do that, you can give thanks for the day that's coming your way. You say, Lord, thank you for the opportunities you're going to bring to me to share your love and your goodness with others. And then if you have an opportunity, even actually say, Lord, give me an opportunity to share the story of how you changed my life with somebody today. That's your testimony, right? But it gives somebody else hope. It boosts faith. You're talking about an elevated faith right now from praying for that. And it boosts faith not just in other people, but it boosts your own faith as well. Because you can recognize what he's doing in your life and to say, I'm just so grateful. All right. So we can begin our day with a sense of gratitude and celebration. And uh, I bet you the rest of the day is just going to follow right along with that. And no matter what comes your way, you're already going to be ready. All right. Number two, be aware of the small achievements. I mean, we overlook the small things sometimes because we think they're not as significant as the big anniversaries or the big, big celebrations. But all too often, we take ourselves for granted. I mean, we work, we go, we go, we go. We barely take time to slow down for ourselves. And maybe you just had a difficult talk with somebody. Maybe it was one of your children or a parent or a coworker or whatever it might be. Maybe it was something that brought restoration and healing because of what God was doing in and through you to help with this. Take a moment and celebrate that you stepped out in faith, that you did it, that you heard what he said he wanted you to do, and you just walked in that in faith. Celebrate that because that encourages us to continue to do that whenever we hear the voice of the Lord or think we hear him speaking, saying to do something. All right. And uh, maybe you chose to do something simple like taking a a walk on your lunch break instead of, uh, you know, what you normally do, going through the drive through or whatever. Celebrate that. I mean, that's a simple thing, but it's something that can happen each and every day. Right. Maybe you spent a few extra minutes uh, giving some encouragement to a coworker. Maybe they had uh, some family issues or lost a loved one or whatever. I mean, noticing those things around us that need a little extra attention, that will actually help boost things. Amen. These are right? great ideas. And if you find yourself taking yourself for granted, start taking notice of the helpful things that you get to take part in each and every day and, and let, that, let that boost something within you. All right? Number three. 
You know this one all the time. I don't have the mug this morning, but see the good. Celebrate others. We call it seeing the gold, right? Recognizing something that someone has within them that they do on a regular basis or who they are, how they act, how they react. Uh, this instills value in people. And I'm not just talking about like if you're their boss and they're a coworker or underneath, whatever. It's not about that. It's about people. We value each other, right? We need more of that in this world. It increases our own self-worth and it helps us know that we are loved because a lot of people are in isolation still, even months after uh, COVID and all these other things. There's isolation that's happening up here, right? And you in know, the heart. I, I, I uh, want to give you plenty of time to share without interrupting. But one of the things we when we say see the gold and call it out, what mm -hmm. we're talking about is seeing the attributes of God, of Christ in other people. Um, like, you know, just thanking someone for being an encouragement to your life and, and saying you're such a good encourager yeah. um, or somebody who just always is so kind, always giving of themselves, you know, so selfless saying, you know, I see the quality of kindness and selflessness in you that that emulates Christ. Thank you. That's what we're talking about. Um, here's an example. Yesterday, I'm going to celebrate. Um, I had an incredible, really beautiful conversation. We were at the church all day. And we got to spend some really great time with Ben and Heather Hill, just doing some things around the church. And then really, I just sat and had the best conversation with Heather. I was so encouraged by hearing her heart and just talking with her and sharing my heart. It was just a great place to share. And I just celebrate that. And I thank the Lord for that. And it was so refreshing. And she has such a capacity. She's a very sensitive person where she just discerns the spirits so well. Um, and it, she's empathetic and she's so great to hear from and hear her ideas and her heart and what the Lord is saying through her. I was just so encouraged yesterday. Yeah. 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 Sorry yeah. to interrupt. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, um, <clears throat> think about the time that someone took the time to tell you how much they appreciated you, how it made you feel right? Everybody desires to have those kinds of feelings from time to time. And maybe they're being overlooked and you notice that. Some of you see the gold in people so much easier uh, just because you know when it happens to you, what it means, right? Yeah, it's important. As small as someone letting you into a lane when the traffic's merging. I mean, that's <laughs> that, it could be something simple like that, you know? Don't give them the thumbs down. Give them a thumbs up. Give them a high, a wave, a smile, whatever, right? And when you celebrate all the good things that others do for you, it helps you appreciate others more. And it's a win-win. That's great. We all win. Yeah. Number four, do something out of the ordinary to celebrate. Like um, sometimes your celebration will be maybe a moment of acknowledgement for others, while at other times it needs for more personal attention, like a special treat. Treat yourself to something. Um, maybe it's a pair of shoes you want to go get. I don't know. Whatever it is. Something, maybe pull out the bucket list. So you want to go do something. We've been talking about that lately. Or even like, like a weekend getaway or something. I mean, celebrate and say, you know what? I'm worth it. <laughs> I'm not doing a Jack Handy moment or anything like that. But <laughs> and people like me, you know, and all that. No, it's not about that. It's about just recognizing, hey, you know what? You've been thinking about wanting to go to, you know, a vacation destination. Set aside some money and some time and just do it. Just do it. Take it, take care of yourself yeah. that way. Because um, we don't have the opportunity to celebrate big all the time. But every now and then, it's healthy to be able to do that, to celebrate above the, above, uh, the normal, right? And um, 
Let's see. The fifth thing, celebrate every evening. This is something you can do every single day. Look back on the day, right? And, and just reflect back and say, you know, I know I began my day. Maybe I had a rough start today. Tomorrow I want it to be different. So I want to start out in celebration. I want to say good morning, Lord, instead of the other one. And uh, there's some things I want to have to look forward to. And just as you begin every day in celebration and that day celebrating and reflecting on the day that's passed. How do we do that? Maybe you spend a few minutes over a cup of bedtime tea. Some people like the sleepy time stuff, you know, or whatever, the chamomile uh, flower. What is that? The kind you get? Vanilla? Honey vanilla Yeah, honey vanilla chamomile. Um, Or in prayer, right? Or laying in bed, giving thanks to God for all the blessings that he has brought to you in this day, right? It doesn't have to be the list of all the people and all the things, unless, of course, that's true. Just do just today, okay? And it adds more value to your day. It's gratitude. It's those blessings that are in your life. And celebration is an attitude. It's intentional. You have to think about it. It's not something that just happens all the time, right? So how do you celebrate the small things? What if, what was the last time you celebrated uh, something that happened or something you did for somebody else? How do you celebrate the small things and how do you celebrate the big things? Whether it's a birthday tradition, uh, maybe you like to go someplace for dinner or whatever it might be, we have that tradition in our family. We let whoever's birthday it is pick a place to go eat and we go to celebrate them. So how do you celebrate? Let us know. And there's your five tips for how we can uh, make we can celebrate every day. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You did celebrating the weekend was one of your tips when you were talking about the weekend a while back. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed that. Um, I, I like to see that as, you know, an opportunity. It, but I think celebrating every day is a gift. That's awesome. Yeah. What a great idea. Yeah, yeah. it so, is a gift. That's a good point. It's a gift, right? Because we don't know about tomorrow. Wow. Wow. So good. Thank you. You're welcome. I love it. Hey, Larry sent me a picture of, of uh, the Japanese chin. Let's take a look at that. Let's see. Uh, Can we me, do that? Yeah, let me just hear. I love it when you guys send us pictures during the live stream. Um, sometimes we can show them. Sometimes, John Dorsey, we don't show them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it's, some of them make us laugh. It's like, where in the world did that picture come from, you know? Uh, so here, oh, here she is. Okay, let me word. see if I can get it to. I got to. Oh, I got to get it out of this mode here and drag a it. Great looking it. dog. Right. Right there. Wow. Look at that. Oh, what a cute dog. Kimchi. Is that her name? Kimchi. No, I, I, I don't know if it's kimchi. That's that's cabbage. Oh. That's fermented cabbage. It is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought that's what he said uh, her let's name see. was. Let's, maybe so. Maybe so. Let's oh, go no, back and look I here. Kinji. Uh, uh, Kinji. I missed that. Yeah. yeah. Kinji. Kinji. Sorry. Wonder, Larry, what does Kinji mean? Oh, I love this. This is great. I love dogs. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Judy you, says, um, regarding Lamar, here's her prayer. Thank you, Lord, for arresting the work of the evil one in Jesus' name. Murder, death are bound and must flee. Come, spirit of life, hover over and protect in Jesus' name. We agree, Jesus. Beautiful prayer and so powerful. And we agree in Jesus' name, Judy. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is good. Yeah. Japanese name. He's not sure what it means. I'd say it means a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, she's a pretty girl. Well, if every time I'm feeling like I need to make an exclamation about a mess, I'll just think of Kim G. Kim, Kim, Kim G. Kim G. I really missed it. Yeah, I said it wrong right. on both sides. That's, that's right. Really awesome. Does she bark in Japanese? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I love it. How about a little word for our day? You know, a little I continuation do, I, of what we're already you bet, uh, you bet. involved in here. Hey, I'm in one of my very favorite places in the Bible in my normal um, reading, and it is Mark chapter 1. 
these verses here are probably my favorite. I might say that a lot, but these really actually are um, super important to me. They have been such an encouragement to me to have the right attitude toward Christ, to pray in that right attitude. So let's just uh, tune in to a little story about a leper. In Mark 1, 40 through 42, Mark 1, 40 through 42, and a leper came to him, beseeching him and falling on his knees before him and saying to him, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And moved with compassion, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. If you're in relationship with Jesus and you have a need in your life, if there's something that you really want the Lord to move on, I would just say, make sure, okay, that this is in the word of God, that this is in line with the word of God, that this is in line with the nature and the character of God, that this is in line with the spirit. What am I meaning? I'm meaning when you take something to the Lord, don't bring him something that doesn't align with his will. Okay. Um, Don't bring him an issue that's illegal or sinful or outside of the parameters of the Lord. Here's what I mean. If you're married and you desire someone else who's married, don't ask the Lord to bring you that person. That's not according to his will. Okay. That's just an extreme example, but you know what I mean? But if you come to the Lord with a statement of faith saying, I know you're able to move in this situation. And remember, he's the God of the impossible now. So there's no situation that's impossible for him. If you bring him this situation and you say, I know you are able to move in this situation if you are willing. I hear the Lord who told the leper, I am willing, saying to you, I am willing. Remember, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's the same God. This is the same Jesus that you're coming to today, that this leper came to all the way back in the book of Mark. Come on, you guys. He is willing and moved with compassion. He's going to move in your situation, whether it's healing or restoration of relationship, whether it's casting out of demonic influence, whether it is bringing breakthrough in the lives of provision, or whether it's restoration in familial relationships that have been torn asunder for years, no matter what it is, you guys, he is able and he is willing. And if we begin to come to him with a statement of faith and hearing him say, I am willing, watching him reach his hand. Now, remember, he touched the leper and leprosy was contagious. Leprosy was a terrible disease. I don't know if it was bacterial or viral. It doesn't matter. Here's what I know. It was so rampant. And it was so contagious and it was so disfiguring and it was so life altering that lepers had to be moved out of the city and they had to live outside of the city away from the community so they didn't infect other people. No one even went near them, much less touch them. But hear what Jesus did. Jesus not only let the leper near him to have a conversation, but he reached out his hand and he touched him. It says so in verse 41, and he said, I am willing, be cleansed. And he was healed. 
the Lord can reach his hand down into your messy situation, into your mess of a relationship, into your mess of the financial situation, into the mess of the impossible, the mess that we make of our life or that sin and the world make of our situation. The Lord is not afraid of that. If we bring it to him in open honesty and statements of faith that say, we know you are able, he'll reach his hand into the mess, the muckiest of mess, and he will heal and restore and bring wholeness and life. And so today I want to encourage you that whatever it is that's truly a burden on your heart, check it by the word, check it by the spirit, check it to make sure it is in line with God's word, and then bring it before him with a statement of faith that says, I know you are able. And I hear him saying to you, whatever it is, I am willing. Reaching his hand into that messy situation and bringing wholeness and restoration Can we pray into this? Father, today I believe that everything that we've prayed for today, I hear you saying with compassion, I am willing. I'm willing to heal. I'm willing to restore. I'm willing to stop the impossible. I'm willing to bring the impossible. I'm willing to bring the breakthrough in your life. I am willing and reaching your hand down and watching it happen. Lord, we thank you that you are willing. We thank you for your compassion. We thank you that you're not afraid of our mess. We thank you that you're willing to stick your hands in the middle of our lives. Please have your way. Lord, change our doubt to statements of faith change our unbelief to radical belief. Lord, we want to express our faith to you and show you that even in impossible tough times, we still have faith that you are able. Lord, thank you for being willing. We love you. We bless you. We pray this in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. There's your word for the day. That's so good. Thank you. That's I so good. I love you. I love that that particular passage. Because you know I do. It, yeah, it, it just it really it really gives so much. It brings us hope, doesn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. It just brings us hope in every area of our life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have I missed, Rachel? Rachel Munoz is on. We love <laughs> yes. you, Rachel. Janice told us about Lamar. We've been praying for the high school. We've been praying for Mia and Ricky. And and Rachel, thank you for joining us this morning. We love you. Um, Terry, why did you call her destiny? I didn't. I didn't call her destiny. I typed it in there, but I typed it wrong. Oh, okay. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, also, Larry, bless you. And Rick, Pastor Rick says, we have not because we ask not. Behold, I stand at the door and knock open and I will come in. Come in, Lord Jesus. MK says, so good. Judy says, well, in the Philippines, I was once in a leper colony praying for healing and the miraculous. You must touch others no matter how the, they present themselves to you or us. I came away absolutely fine. That's right. I believe you guys. I don't care if this sounds controversial. Who cares? I'm going to say it. I believe... I didn't come up with this, but I believe this is truth. Um, When we reach out our hands full of the Holy Spirit in healing and restoration, 
I believe we're giving something away that can bring life changing results. I don't think that we receive when we're giving. Okay. I don't think we receive um, disease. I don't think we receive affliction. I don't think we're going to receive whatever kind of germs that are going to infect us. I think we're giving away what we're full of. So we just need to know, are we reaching out our hands in order to receive something horrible or in order to give away something wonderful like the Holy Spirit? That's what I believe. I hope you do too. And Judy obviously believes that because she didn't have a problem laying hands on the lepers and coming away clean. <laughs> That's right. Hallelujah, Judy. That's right. That's right. Hey, I think I think I realized um, because we love their family so much. When I saw Rachel's name, I thought of Destiny too. And it was like, because Destiny's usually on here. She's usually on about joke time. Well. When it comes down. Oh, so, but we okay. love We love their whole family. Well, so, yeah, it's Rachel. Know, I think of them all when I think of one. Okay. That's okay. It's no problem. I'm sure she doesn't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I would not mind if I was a, if I was uh, confused for Taylor. We, and that brings up a totally different subject of how each kid gets called everybody else's name until you get to the right one when you're trying to get through them. Right. <laughs> well, I really meant Taylor. Nobody so ever I, deals I did with okay that. On that. Anybody one. that has kids, you've never done that, right? Called one kid the other kid's name, and they're like, "No, my name is." You know, and they remind. I do you. it all the time, and I don't even get the like gender specific right i just go through the whole list <laughs> that's what most moms do dads do too baylor is funny because you know somebody will say uh you know she's not afraid to correct somebody if they say hi bailey or whatever you know she's like it's, it's baylor she's really polite about yeah, it though yeah she'll even do it to me if i'm like saying something and i'm like taylor blah, 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 and she's like i'm baylor but okay mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah funny stuff yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it is good. <clears throat> I love hearing your testimonies, you guys. Yes. Thanks, Judy, for sharing that. Yeah, Judy, we need to talk about the Philippines sometime. I did a, a little uh, tour over there in 2005, uh, some crusades and stuff, and still talk to uh, one of the pastors over there. I've become real good friends with him over the years. Uh, definitely, uh, I don't know, if you have an opportunity, anybody, you have an opportunity to go to a place where... Uh, it's a, it's, I don't want to say third world country, but just some place other than the United States and you, you experience the cultures, those dynamics are so different. When you come back home, you're changed. You're changed in a way that really helps you see God working and moving in the midst of whether we have a lot like drive throughs or not. And people living on the side of a cliff with a tarp, tarp over the edge of the road, you know, and that's their home. I mean, uh, but they're so, they were so happy. The people there were so happy. It was just, it was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Lynn says her kids are Raylan and Laura, and they are called Ray Laura or Lou Raylan. <laughs> Lou Raylan. More, more than their real family, or more than their real names. That's that's typical, mixing stuff around. Number one and, or number two? It's like, right. which one are you? You know. It's Mary like Kay said it's sad when you call your doggy the wrong name. That's, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah. It's also sad when you call your kid by your dog's name. Well, you know, if that happens, we're in trouble. I may have done that a time no. or two. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. Well, hey, uh, let's see. Oh, Judy's got something else. John G. Lake that. once held the plague of his hand after being cautioned. Did I read that right? After, held the plague in his hand. After his being hand. cautioned regarding his health, he told others, in my hand, this will die because the spirit of the Lord, and it did, and he never got sick. I want that kind of faith. The spirit of life. That's, that's I am amazing. really struggling reading words. No, I wasn't today. correcting you. I'm I was sorry. just saying. No, no, I need to. I'm I sorry. I wasn't pointing it out. I was just saying the spirit of life is amazing. 
Yeah. And Shauna says her grandma Dorla would go through everyone else's name before she'd say the right name. You'd be called 20 different names by the time right? she'd get it right. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's my grandma oh, Dawn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Judy was in the Philippines in 88, babe. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. That's so good. Um, all right, you guys. Here we go. The year in review. Is that what we're going to do? Yeah, the year that was 1991 because it was, uh, it's episode 91. And so as we go through the decades, uh, at least until we're, I don't know, we figure out we would want to do something else different. We're kind of in this place to where we talk about some of the things like in the year that was 1991 in the news, it was big, big, big news. Operation Desert Storm, the Persian Gulf War ended in 1991. It began in August of 1990. And prior to that was uh, Operation Desert Shield. If you remember, I had lots of friends who served during that time. Your brother. And uh, yeah, my brother. Oh, the stories of him going into basic training the night before the ground war started. And they were telling him, hey, we're cutting you guys short on your training. We're just sending you out like in a couple of weeks instead of the full training just to kind of get things, you know, in control. But it happened quick. It was, a, I think it was 100 hours or something like that. And it was over on uh, the ground war part of it. But, uh, you know, big, big stuff in our in our time during that time. Um, the, uh, the USSR was dissolved. All right, and became Russia again on December 25th after the resignation of President Gorbachev. Uh, the Dead Sea Scrolls, I know you'd like this one, was discovered between 1946 and 1956 in the caves at Qumran, right, over in Israel. We went there, got to walk through the site. Uh, the Biblical Archaeological Society was able to publish the facsimile edition of the Dead Sea Scrolls. And the big the reason this is big news is because the publication of the scrolls had taken many decades and there were lots of delays that were often a source of academic controversy. And so they weren't releasing that information to the public. But a majority of scholars now had access uh, because before they had not had access to even photographs of the text. So in 1991, Emmanuel Tov was appointed as the chairman of the Dead Sea Scrolls Foundation and the publication of the scrolls followed in the same year. Do you remember walking through that place? Not only do I remember, I remember our guide who was one of the foremost archaeologists in the entire country of Israel and still is read from the scrolls in Hebrew the book of Isaiah to us on the tour while we were standing there in front of uh, some of the Uh, you were taking video Mm -hmm. and I was bawling (laughs) because there is something about hearing the word of God in the language of God It it was overcoming and so I have a huge affinity for the Dead Sea Scrolls and all that take place with them and do you know they're still finding yeah. um, parchment and it's actually not parchment paper it's leather um, mm-hmm. so um, there's so much to talk about with that that's a whole show of its own yeah, but yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna lie you I know, I'm changed forever by our trip to Israel and a tremendous amount had to do with that area let me tell you something about these caves um, in Qumran is it was like 110 degrees 113 degrees when we were there and it's a desert area, the caves, and we were outside of the caves, you know, looking and they have some little overhangs so they give you shade. But in it was like one of the most hot and unpleasant places physically we went to. My heart was bursting, bursting. You guys, the word really does change us. And when I heard when I heard um, Omar read in Hebrew, it just whoo, 
Woo, I really got all fired up over that. Well, so. and, and their organization, Elmer's organization that leads these tours and their, their study tours. They're their not Bible just, study tours. They say we're not going to go to places where they have ice cream and postcards and things like that. We might may go to a few of those places, but most of the time we're going to the archaeological places that really give us that we, we say we know beyond the shadow of a doubt Jesus was here yeah. or this is where this took place in the Bible and they have verified it. And so that was what was special about that. But uh, yeah, uh, his it's called The Bible Comes to Life. If you want to yeah. check them out, I think it's tcbtl.org or .com. I'm not sure. It's one of those. The Bible Comes to Life. And uh, you can uh, see the videos and all kinds of stuff there. Talk, I mean, we need to do a show. I think I think we need to have some special guests. Maybe we can get Homer on the show, do a little live uh, and maybe From the catchums and yep. you know, I mean, oh, it would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm all sorry. I got all. That's okay. Emotional all right. there. I didn't roll it back. I we're didn't expect back. that was no, coming. No, 1991 is the year we're talking about. And in sports, of course, Super Bowl. Uh, the New York Giants defeated the Buffalo Bills. Uh, World Series, Minnesota Twins, and the Atlanta Braves. Of course, uh-huh. the Twins won that one. The Kentucky Derby champion, uh, Strike the Gold, was the name of the horse that won that year. Uh, NCAA basketball. Unfortunately, our Kansas Jayhawks were defeated by Duke that year, but they were in the top two right there in the in the big. The big dance, right? In movies, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, Kevin Costner. Uh, and also uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, the Disney one, uh, Hook with Robin Williams. Robin Williams was really at a height, uh, a lot of movies at this time. Uh, the Adams Family movie, movie came out. Beethoven, about the big uh, St. Bernard. Yeah. A lot of family stuff that year. Father of the Bride, JFK, Backdraft, Thelma and Louise. I mean, uh, you know, movies where there was plenty to, to choose from during that time. In technology, the internet is made available in 1991 to unrestricted commercial use and number of computers on the internet reaches 1 million that's 1 million that's that number i'm sure is in the billions now i was you know. just at that time even learning what yeah. email was in the in those in the first <laughs> few years of the 90s so. yeah oh i know it i know it and uh, on the radio uh, the, the big thing at that time in 1991 there was a shift in music that was beginning to happen uh, because of the release of an album by a band from seattle washington named nirvana and Nirvana, they kicked started the whole music scene change to what would be known as grunge, grunge. I said grunge, grunge music. Yeah, you said uh-huh. it way too fancy. Yeah, <laughs> grunge, like Grey Poupon or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bands like Pearl Jam and and then uh, the, the different groups that way were, were being heard more on the radio. Whereas before, uh, we were hearing Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, the big names, you know, Queen, Brian Adams. He had that song from Robin Hood, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. That was one of the big songs of the yeah. year. And Janet Jackson, Cher, all, all of those. Yep. Uh, Gloria Estefan. You remember what was the song? Uh, bamba. Come on, everybody. Shake your bamba. Or, or I don't know what it was. Get on your feet. I don't that was. Uh, uh, I don't Boys to men. But then you had... Gu- Guns and Roses and Metallica mixed in with all this. So it was a confusing time when you turn on the radio in 1991. Uh, U2, Metallica was the first time on the radio that you never really Whoa, heard a whole lot. Pause. Hold yeah. up. Mm-hmm. I was listening to country in the 90s. 90s yeah, country is right. the best. And, and you have a whole all other show. of this music on mm-hmm. here and you did not mention. I have, ex- I'm taking exception with you. It's coming. I, because I was going to talk about it right Promise? there. Yep, keep going. Okay, because 90s country was is like one of my very favorite genres of music. Uh-huh. 90s country was a wonderful. As I was getting in the list through YouTube, Van Halen and Garth Brooks there was on go. the list. But there was so much more. But listen, okay. I was going to I I can do one I can do a whole show off of two words. 
Garth Brooks ushered in. It was it was cool to have the the new country sound. With Garth Brooks, you had all the others that came in. You had Martina McBride, Trisha Yearwood. You had Brooks Tim McGraw, Dunn, Brooks Reba. and Dunn. Yeah, I mean, so those were all the groups that were just. It was just coming into being cool. Yeah, ninety two was actually the year about, for. We'll talk about it more in, in the next show. Man, okay, so we just need to do a show on Israel, and we just need to do a show on nineties <laughs> country because I, I mean, what about like uh, all, all those groups, um, Little Texas, and all of those groups that just had great songs. 1992 and 93 is when the actual new country move started, but Garth Brooks kicked it off. His friend Songs in Low Places was on radio everywhere, and it became a a theme song for most people. The song Friends in Low Places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, was I, what did I say? You said the Friends song in low places. Okay, anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, Garth Brooks ushered in the new country thing. Uh, whether you want to argue about that or not, it's it's a stated fact. I'm not arguing. Uh, no, I'm not you. I oh, meant anybody okay. else that wants to say yeah, how you did that actually not, start. Right? So so the thing is, is that in, in 92 and 93, because I was shifting from the rock band to the country band, and I'll talk to yeah. you about that whenever we get to that, and that was 1994. Uh, okay. So mid-90s, it was hot. But it started in 1991 with Garth Brooks. All right. Uh-huh. That was where we're going. So we'll talk more about that in a future episode. And the record of the year for 1991 was Another Day in Paradise from Phil Collins. Love Phil Collins. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, yep. that was, thank you for that yeah. review of the year that was 91. Yeah. We'll finish off here by reading a few of your comments. Uh, Lynn says that Kurt Cobain was her first oh. heartthrob and that, that this is when she started to move into uh, who, the alternative. Said it was her heartthrob. Lynn, Judy, 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 Sally, Kurt. Sorry, my first heartthrob. Sorry, but, but Lynn called out Kurt, and Judy agreed. And I'm said sorry, it was her first. I thought it was no, the same person. That's okay. And Lynn says this is when she started to move into the alternative and rock. She grew up into the country and discovered a completely different musical world in the '90s. Yes. So that was significant same. for you, mm-hmm. Judy, Sally. Absolutely '90s country rocks. It so mm-hmm. does. Lynn says Ace of Base. I saw the sign was the first song outside of country that she liked. Wow. What a fun song that was. <laughs> Friends in low places. I've had the time of my life, sad to say. Um, Okay, so I love Friends in Low Places. Totally not uplifting to the Lord, but it's just a fun song, I guess. I don't know. Um, The Staples, I saw the sign commercial makes me laugh out loud. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Judy says that because she had friends in low places. Betty, I was a friend in low places. And Jesus reached down and picked me out of that low place. That's right. That's right. I want to go back to a comment we skipped over from Lynn. It was about the horses in the Kentucky Derby. She says, I want to know if those horses are actually called those names every time. No, they all have. She said they got to have a nickname. They do. They all have small Smaller nicknames that they use when they're handling and training the horses. Yeah, like yeah. come on, Goldie, that, let's go. You know, or whatever. Their, like their AKC breed dog name. Nobody ever calls their dog that name. It's the same with Sir the, Galahad, with Winston, William. Yeah. Whatever. Well, we yeah. are in horse country here in Kentucky, and Shelbyville, Kentucky, is the pleasure horse capital of the world. I believe is what they tout. And um, of course, on either side of us, Lexington and Louisville, we have farms all over out here that breed some of the fastest and most incredible animals you've ever seen. Beautiful, beautiful place. But they do have these great big million dollar names and literally, um, you know, these tiny little nicknames. So that's a good question. I got to put this. When when Lynn shouted Kurt, when we were talking about Nirvana, yeah. Judy says, I thought she was talking about Kurt Russell. <laughs> 
I, that's why I thought it was so cool oh, that Judy Sally Terry was like in, you in were Nirvana. So cool that you love Kurt Cobain. Well, you're still cool, Judy. <laughs> I just I just was thinking, hey, look, Judy lives loves that Kurt is Cobain a big too. Difference, Kurt Russell from <laughs> Kurt Cobain. That oh, really. <laughs> That's for sure. That's good. Oh, I'm blessed by that. Judy, thank you for admitting that. That just blesses my heart with so much joy. Oh, um, man. Also, I am I I don't mind Nirvana, but I wasn't really into the grunge rock era and I was finishing high school at that time. I really but I do love Kurt Russell, so that's hilarious. Um, oh my oh, goodness. Man. That just who And the final comment for the day before we get out of here, Janice says, I saw the sign. She's laughing because she said when that song came out, I was totally seeing the wrong side. Wow, who wasn't, right? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for turning our vision around. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you guys, this has been fun today. I've loved laughing with you. I've loved being with you, and I'm so encouraged by you being here. I hope you're encouraged as well. I hope you also remember how much we really appreciate and love you. We deeply love you because Jesus really deeply loves you. That's right. We look forward to hanging out with you this Thursday night, Thursday Night Live, episode number 92, and and you got to get there for the introduction. You know, Master Pastor Yoda is going to have, I'm sure, some really cool stuff for us at the beginning of the show. But you want to hang out for all of the stuff, right? And it's another opportunity for us to get together this yep. week on Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central. That's right. We look Lo- forward to seeing you guys. Love you so much. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.